and a guest every week will sit down and review a random piece of Netflix content, movie, TV show, um, you know, anything from the pile of content that they have on that immense website. Um, <laughs> so today I am joined by my very good friend, Brooke Gardner, who I know from high school and doing theater in high school with her and um you know recently she just graduated from pace university as an actress she is um pursuing a career in acting and entertainment i remember one year she made an incredible film at our high school's film festival (laughs) (laughs) um what was that about again i'm getting your period for the first time it was it was a masterpiece. Um, I'll I'll never forget Shark Week. So, Brooke, um, tell tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, as an artist, as an as an artist, well, I have to say my creativity probably stemmed from Vine. Yes, um, you miss it. TikTok's not the same. Um, but yeah. I mean, I love to act, of course, because I'm pursuing that. I don't think any sane person would do that. (laughs) Um, But I also love to write. Um, I love to create my own, like, little edits and stuff, and Vine kind of opened me up to that. And, like, I have so many – I feel like all my friends are, like, in the industry in some way or shape or form, so we're always collaborating. Like us – yeah um i remember back in the vine days like it was like uh arctic monkeys vine tumblr um what was like your most iconic vine my most iconic vine well i feel like i didn't start to actually get followers until like as it was like ending but um oh no (laughs) But one of my most iconic ones, I think, like, I think the er- like the first one I posted that got a lot of likes was um, this Harry Potter vine I made where um, I'm, like, snorting, like, white powder. And then Hermione's like, Harry, what are you doing? And he's like, heroin. And then it's like, <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I remember, like, uh. We would make vines all the time, but they were just, like, nonsense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think TikTok definitely, like, fill, fills that that void, like, in my soul. But it's, like, not in the same way. You know, it's, like, your first crush versus, like, your, like, husband or wife. Like, you know? Yeah. It's, like, a different kind of vibe that you'll always be chasing it's so true it's just like weird because like people on vine didn't get like big for being pretty you know yes so true but like people on tiktok it's just they're just like also tiktok's like all about the music and like like you said like being pretty and like editing and all this and like while there were a lot of famous viners that edited their stuff like vine was just like the first um like app where like people were making comedy out of just like random six second things around them and like damn i miss it it was like so much simpler totally i feel like netflix and vine kind of came out around the same time like uh 
I mean, I had Netflix like so long ago and my mom and I never used it because it like there was like shit stuff on it. Like there weren't good stuff on it. We'd try to find a movie and none of the movies we we like like Dawson's Creek or like (laughs) My mom's like, Why am I paying for this? And then like a year later, like Netflix blows up and they have like such good content on there. Did you ever order a DVD from Netflix? Never. Me neither. Um, I feel like that was like a I feel like you had to have a MySpace like for <laughs> a few years in order to have ever like received a Netflix DVD in the mail. Yeah. Um, I think I <laughs> and then I never used it ever again. What was the first social media you remember making or like Twitter. using Twitter? I've had my Twitter account for 12 years. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> so how old were you when you, or I guess, yeah. Oh, wait, uh, that's such a, that was not true. Definitely not 12 years. Wait, I started <laughs> in sixth grade. So that, kind of, that sounds kind of right. Maybe it's right. 2008 <laughs> oh wait no I just think it is 12 years oh yeah because I started mine in um was it 20 yeah I think it was 2008 or it might it might be 11 2009 yeah it says I started in 2009 wow do you still like are your t- original tweets still there like do you shame delete them um I like have 21 that like over 20,000 tweets so I like I don't even think I can go down that far I want to go back and see those um not to cancel you or anything but oh no you're chill you're chill yeah I I will get canceled though there's probably some crazy shit on there (laughs) (laughs) one day (laughs) um I know my first one was Facebook um and on time hop uh my vines still come up from because every time i would post on vine it would also post to my twitter so on time hop they'll i can still watch my vines and it's like really trippy um but you know i can still watch my vines like i have the link to my old vine account and it still works oh my gosh can you send me that yeah i know what i'm doing tonight like (laughs) (laughs) um what do you watch on netflix though like what's your netflix show like um i think the last thing i watched was hollywood Mm, did you like it oh my god i loved it i really liked it too he he always casts amazing actors i hope that can be me one day i know right but yeah it was like it was just beautiful it was like the way Hollywood should have been like it's kind of like a looking back on those times and like wow what if this happened and also what if Rock Hudson actually had a happy ending (laughs) yeah um and Rock Hudson is like one of the only real characters in that show right everything else is like fictional pretty much I saw a post from Ryan Murphy on Instagram this Murphy that this Murphy this morning that was like um (laughs) that was like I want to redo uh I want to redo the first episode of Glee because you know he created Glee um he's like I want to redo the first episode of Glee with Ben Platt instead of um 
Cory Monteith and like he was going on this big thing about like he wants to redo Glee uh thoughts on that I'd watch that shit, bro. I'd watch it hard. I feel like I'd watch it too, but sounds bad. (laughs) Sounds like sounds like you could sounds like Ryan Murphy could like send off one of his like twelve teams to just create it and then like yeah, just sit back, you know. But um, it might be like too much. I don't know. Reboots are a crazy thing because it's like super hit or miss. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, I watched most of Glee, I think. And then I think, like, the last few seasons, I was just like, nah. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, after American Idol got canceled and it wasn't, like, back-to-back, it was just like, nah, not anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunate. I mean, like, I watch anything Ryan Murphy makes. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. What was the first, like, what was the first Ryan Murphy thing you watched? And, like, how did you first get into Ryan Murphy? Was it Glee? I think, well, yeah, I definitely watched Glee first, like, before any of the other, um, any of his other series. But um, I I didn't know, like, I didn't really know about directors or, like, writers, creators and stuff then. So, like, the, the, like, first thing I knowingly watched, like, knowing it was like ryan murphy um creating it was american horror story yeah how'd you how'd you get into ahs um my friend maya actually she always like recommended the best tv shows and so anytime she like recommended it to me i watched it and i fucking loved it yeah american horror story season one i was super reluctant to watch uh and then hurricane sandy hit and we were quarantined inside for like two weeks and parker was like the this is the only thing we can watch so <laughs> just like watch it like stop being a little and so I fucking watched it uh and I was terrified but I was also equally hooked and uh is there like a hair floating in front of me is that, part, <laughs> is that from Parker's head no it's like I think it's a ghost anyways <laughs> um going back to Netflix though uh what are some shows that you love shows or movies that are like Netflix originals that you that you love on Netflix? Like what's your what's your usual taste in in movies and TV? Um, I'm trying to think of like there's so many Netflix originals that I've seen. So I'm trying to think of like w- my favorites. Stranger Things was Netflix a Netflix original, right? Yeah. Um yeah, love that love like weird supernatural things um what oh velvet uh buzzsaw have you seen that with i haven't i'm pretty sure that's a netflix original it's sick it's really cool it's like a horror film that like plays with like art being like the killer and i don't know it's like whoa super weird (laughs) i'm definitely gonna check that out yeah it's such a good movie so Today, are you sort of in the mood for something light or you want to see something a little dark and twisted? I mean, I love horror, so, like, I can watch it whenever. 
love comedy. So I, I'm not partial, really. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I woke up like uh, an hour ago. Um, <laughs> and so I'm just really looking for anything to start the day off and set the tone for my day. Um, yeah. So with that being said, I'm going to share my screen, my Netflix homepage. Um, yes. Selling Sunset, by the way, is a really overly dramatic, like hilarious TV show that I recently got into. I mean, it's it a Netflix original. But instead of being on an island, they're like in fancy homes. Yeah, exactly. It's Love Island with realtors and like their <laughs> husbands, basically. Um, okay, so for those of you who don't know, this is how the game works. Brooke will give me three or four random numbers that I will type into the Netflix genre um, web address. <laughs> I don't know what to fucking call it. Uh, and then from there, we'll we'll keep going until we find some random movie or TV show. So, Brooke, go ahead with your first random numbers. Six. 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 Nine. Nine. Six, 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 nine. A great... Yeah sentimental movies based on books <laughs> oh my god okay so it looks like there are two rows in this subgenre so from here i'm gonna ask siri to pick a number between one and two pick a number between one and two the answer is two okay so we'll be going into the trending now row which looks like it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Looks like it has thirteen movies in it. So I'm gonna ask Siri again. Pick a number between one and thirteen. The answer is four. Okay, so we will be watching a Netflix movie called Kardec. Kardec came out in 2019. It's uh, the description is in Catholic 19th century France, Professor Leon Rivail attends a seance and is moved to found spiritism, putting him in the authority sites. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so cringy. <laughs> Wait, also, is your Siri Australian or British? Australian. Yes. You too? Yes, Queen. Oh, no, I just, I knew it was, I was like, this bitch has an Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri, say hi. I can do that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of this movie, Kardec? Me? No. Never. All right, so we're going to jump into this and watch it, and we'll be right back to let you guys know how it is. Hell yeah. All over Paris, people everywhere are going mad over this table phenomenon. Despair in this darkened world. That alone could explain this belief in otherworldly spirits. Let's put an end to this farce. Alone, Maybe this is the result of my vanity. 
Those aren't the words of the man I married. Unshakable faith is that which is capable of facing reason without fear. That is the simple truth. Hey everyone, so we just got back from watching Card Deck. Um, and wow, I absolutely hate this movie. Um, it was such a waste of two hours. Like, um, two hours. <laughs> uh, what, are you, what are your initial reactions, Brooke? Uh, hated it from the first 30 seconds. What what about it do you think makes this movie so intolerable? Like um just the way it's like it's like a TV movie that like was okay with being a TV movie. It didn't try at all. I totally agree. Yeah, so like first of all, the movie's Portuguese. Takes place in France. Um uh, follows the story of a man a real life man um who was a scientist got converted to being a spiritualist um which basically means like talking to spirits through mediums and basically the story just follows this kind of crazy guy who you don't really care about like trying to get people to believe him and like literally working with people that he doesn't even believe and what really was sort of annoying is like this movie had such great production design and like had some cool concepts that I find interesting. Like, but the script totally failed, like in every way, like I didn't care for, like they didn't really set up the character in a way that made me care for him. And then there was no really even antagonist uh, throughout the, throughout the movie. It was sort of just like him fighting against like, people not wanting to follow his beliefs yeah i mean i loved like the the messages it sent like it was i think strong in that sense like it the overall meaning of it but like the script was just i mean well also like we were watching the dubbed version right also like watching it with subtitles which they never <laughs> it was so confusing um you know watching movies dubbed is not i think it like automatically brings down the experience um i'm not saying that like that's the reason why this movie was so like hard to enjoy but it definitely played into it because like you know when people are moving their mouse like this and like they're saying completely other different words um it can be like it can just take you out of it um especially when the story is so like weak um what did you think as an actor though i want to i want to hear your thoughts what did you think of the acting um it seemed very like average to me like i don't know it didn't like nothing really there was only like that one girl who stood out that uh what, what was her name the one <laughs> who could speak like the thoughts of like the spirits or whatever yeah the one that wrote the the note yeah like she i feel like she was the only one who stood out throughout the entire film totally yeah the main guy was like 
really underwhelming, not super entertaining. Um, I think, like, I think he was good at, like, I think he fit, like, the level of, like, the script or, like, the story. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I don't think, like, there's much... I don't know. I think the acting could have made a big difference. Um, like, if they had cast, like, you know, someone who could really, like, bring a lot of their own sort of, like, creative, creative ideas, like, to the character. But... I felt like this guy was like trying to be like Robert Downey Jr. like in Sherlock Holmes the whole time. Yeah. And like, I mean, going back to the dub situation, I just like clearly, you know, what time period it's set in. And like in the dubs, they couldn't even make it like make the language the same. It like was so modern and it, like it kept throwing me off. I was like, wait, I'm so confused. Why yeah, are they- it, it gave it like it, it really enhanced that anime feel because I know throughout the entire movie, like you're a big anime fan, right? I don't watch a ton of anime, but throughout the entire movie, like we were going back and forth to each, we watched the movie together and we were saying, oh my God, that's so anime. That's so anime because with the dub um, and also like with the production, it is production design that's very like steampunk like very um eclectic like old style uh and and they have these backgrounds um of wide shots that are like completely computer generated and they look like an anime shot brought to life (laughs) and it's just like one of those things where it's like this movie really struggles to like find its tone or like or take itself seriously in the way that it needs to, I guess. Yeah, definitely. What were some highlights for you? Like, what were some parts that you were like, oh, that was funny, or that was good, or, like, just anything that comes to mind that you actually enjoyed? Um, I liked when they were at the house calling the those little girls witches. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that was great. And then, like, the relationships meant nothing in this film. Like, absolutely nothing. Like, what? Like, this husband and wife who are complete, like, their dynamic was, like, so cringy and, like, strange to me. It just didn't, like, they didn't seem like husband and wife. They seemed like mother and son. Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, and again it's like the issue of like they didn't really set up any like internal uh like conflicts or like things that make us care about their relationship you know it's just like this complicit wife who's just gonna support him no matter what even though he literally goes in he basically goes insane and i feel like that's kind of that's kind of the reason i like struggled to care about him as a character right was because like he they started off showing us showing him as like this scientific like respectable researcher and then like the movie's really about him just kind of slowly slipping into like delusion and like losing his mind a little bit and it's like even though I am into like spirituality and I'm not one to like discount psychic abilities or mediums like they kind of did a really bad job at like 
portraying it in a way that made the audience care about it like how did you think that that portrayal of like psychic abilities like it was over the top right like it was funny yeah it was definitely like comical it's just because they they like met pushed like so much stuff into like this one film like so many ideas when they could have focused on like one aspect of it all and like done more with the script and like the relationships of the characters rather than just trying to get all of the story in one like movie if that makes sense yeah there were there was just so many like you know usually it's like an really strong a plot a really strong b plot this movie was like a plot b plot why don't we throw go to the g the g plot the the a the c plot like it was all over the place yeah and it wasn't until like halfway like through the movie that he even started like to believe in this like spiritualism like the whole beginning part of the film was him like oh i keep hearing about this thing but i don't believe in it but is it real but I don't believe in it. And it's just like this internal struggle he has, but it's like <laughs> so poorly. So you're just like, I don't care about this. When is he going to start believing in like, when are we going to see the seance? Yeah. <laughs> the, the seance, like, I feel like if Ryan Murphy, like we're both big fans of Ryan Murphy. Like, I feel like if he had this subject material, like there would be ways to shoot and direct the seances and like, the big spirituality scenes like really get the audience on board and like love this whole world but like they literally played it off as like we don't know if this is really happening or not because they literally set up in the beginning that the tables are floating because of magnets like the dude literally figures out that the tables are floating because of magnets and then somehow still like buys into it um and like that was one part that I actually enjoyed was like when they showed how the table was floating because of magnets and like I think the the highlights of this movie for me came from like the really high level production design like the the sets and the costumes and uh I don't know it's just hard to you know I think they like did their best with like the script they had but it just feels like like a first draft of like a script about a real like because this is a real person this is basically a biopic yeah and I feel like this person is gonna be even more like lost to history now because this movie failed so much (laughs) who knows maybe someone will will do better one of these days yeah if any of you listening like want to create a story about some like insane french researcher like we definitely encourage that make it make it spooky like i was i was waiting for like a jump scare or something or like some sort of like oh yeah what would you classify this genre as like what was the genre of this movie like the one that like the genre on netflix was um what inspirational heartfelt like it was let's see I always forget what it was. I feel like it was trying to be a thriller or something, but then... Sentimental movies based on books. Sentimental? Shouldn't all movies be sentimental? Like... Like Joker was sentimental. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, um... 
I don't know. I do you think that there was any sort of international um, bearing that made the movie more conf- like you know French cinema ha- sort of has a style and American cinema has a style to an extent. Do you think that this sort of Portuguese style um, like do you think there's anything that stuck out specifically that you hadn't seen in other sorts of like movies or TV shows? Like the way that they approached like scenes or characters or anything like that? Um, well, I remember this one scene, like, towards the beginning where, um, you know, like, typically when, like, I don't know, just basic, like, filmmaking, the person who is speaking is on screen, like, it's, and then it's, like, on the other person's back or, or whatever, but, um, there was, like, this one scene where it was two guys, like, with their backs to the camera, and then, like, the the one guy behind and it was one of like the guys who was tr- whose back was uh, turned to the camera who was speaking I thought that was really interesting I didn't know if that was a choice because of like the the dubbing or like the I don't know but um, yeah yeah that was just like a an interesting shot to me I, I don't know I, I feel like I haven't really seen that specific sort of yeah, I don't think the I don't think the movie was like too stylized. Um I just think that it was like very sharp. Like I think that at least like what I I didn't really notice a lot of technical issues or like like overbearing like foley or like lighting or I think that like they pulled all that off really well. Um it's just like I don't understand how this script can get that money to do that or to even get on Netflix, but um that's why like going back to the language barrier like I'm wondering if we knew like Portuguese if if we'd like have different opinions but yeah me too but then you know you watch movies like Parasite that like aren't in America aren't in English and like most French like Japanese but like I just there's so many good films that are like not in English so it's just right this was this was my first time watching a dubbed like uh uh dubbed Netflix live action sort of thing and it was weird I I don't want to do it again I think if I was to watch another like Ford movie I'd want to do it just subtitles yeah I I watched this series that's on Netflix called The Rain, I think it was. And it's like some like apocalyptic um like society who like is terrorized by like this rain that's supposed to like bring crazy shit out and like kill people. I don't know. So it's like <laughs> I think they're like Swedish or like I don't know, like Danish maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. But <laughs> it's dubbed and it's dubbed so badly that it's like, I I like could not. <laughs> it's so badly dubbed. That's so uncomfortable. But like that's what this reminded me of. Like the whole time I was thinking, oh gosh, it's gonna be like that movie. Yeah. Let us know in the comments if you guys like are into dubbed stuff. I'm interested to see if it's like a thing that people do. Um, because I'm I- not a fan. Oh, sorry. When I watch anime, I don't watch, like, dubbed anything. I, try, I like, tried watching dubbed Sailor Moon once, and it was, ugh, her voice is the worst. Oh, God, yeah. 
yeah it's weird it's like this really like uncanny valley thing where it's like it's not real and like it just takes you so out of the story um but what let's um let's get back to talking about this movie that we watched today um what are some like what what are some of your um biggest critiques like if if the people that made this movie were watching it what would you say to them um like three critiques that you think could make the movie better um first i would make it shorter for sure um yes second i feel like it needed to be like faster like paced or something like it just didn't feel like it flowed like it didn't feel fluid to me there was so much dead air yeah and then third i mean i feel like they needed a new director or something because the acting in that shit was (laughs) (laughs) i didn't buy any of the relationships no No. yeah um and then on brooks tomatoes percentage out of 100 what will you give this movie maybe like 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 a 40 43 percent 43 that's yeah that makes sense to me um i might yeah i fall around the same area i think maybe even a little lower like i might have to give this like like a 20 percent, honestly yeah 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 um let's look at let's take a look at the official reviews So, Card Deck got a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Makes sense, I guess. Um, Could have been a little lower, in my opinion. (laughs) 94% like this on Google users, um, which means Google users have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, I'm Google users scare me. Like what is that? <laughs> Doesn't everyone use Google? <laughs> Audience score on Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 88%. What? Because there's only eight reviews and they're maybe from the cast and crew. Um <laughs> critic reviews for Kardec. Drama on spirituality has some bullying violence, although the subject matter lends itself to confusion and the dialogue seems a bit flat. Period costumes and interesting settings help us feel a sense of place, and that's important for a movie like this. Okay, but the movie was terrible. Um Yeah, there's only two critic reviews. Aww. Um, so I guess to wrap things up here with Kardec, um, what, if somebody asked you, Brooke, should I see this movie? What would you tell them? I would say, um, if you want to waste two hours of your life, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, and on that, that will do it for our review of Kardec. Um, totally agree. Not a fan. Um don't watch it there's so much better there's so many other movies and shows you could watch um what would you recommend for people to watch Netflix. um ooh, hollywood if you haven't watched hollywood watch. yeah get on the hollywood train oh also uh dead to me 
season two is out so watch that too it's amazing yes i just binged that with uh it's funny like my mom and i watched season one together last year um and it was like the show we watched together and then season two came out and i was like mom season two's out so we watched one episode and went to bed and then the next morning she was like so i finished season two it was great and i was like what like i thought i thought we were gonna watch it together but i like season one i finished season two uh like last night or something i really liked season one more but i still am obsessed to see where it goes um what do you think of season two i haven't finished the whole thing yet um because i start, i like started watching and i got halfway through i think and then my mom wanted to watch it so we started from the beginning again hey isn't it weird that like we literally expect people or at least like it's like normal for people to watch entire seasons of tv in like a week <laughs> i'm like what you haven't seen the whole thing and it's literally been out for like a week um <laughs> but anyways thank you so much for coming on i'm so glad that you were here for this um where can people find you on social media uh follow my instagram brooke with an e dot mg that's me and what are you up to these days um in the quarantine these days facetiming with me yeah we'd be playing matt we have like game nights play quiplash and shit it's so fun all right everyone thank you for tuning in we will see you i love you brooke no one can see but that's my brother i love you you (laughs) kid Bye, Brooke. See you guys next time. Bye.